It's our YI Coach Series, and we've got Warren Watson with us, former Elkhorn Kimbleton basketball coach. And we have a little bit of a different format this week, trying out something new, and I'll just kind of let you go and, and tell us about your coaching journey. Okay, thanks, Bennett. Here we go. Uh, my coaching story could probably start with a team of fifth or sixth graders huddled in a dingy corner of the old Manning Auditorium basement. We had just lost a game to someone, and the tears were flowing. I was at a loss for words of comfort, but said something like, if we keep working hard, things will get better. So work we did. Every tournament imaginable for the next five years. We won, we lost, we got better. My coaching also involved teams in the Iowa games and AAU, both boys and girls over the years, and with my kids' free throw contests and camps all over the Midwest. One of the most rewarding was the Dick DeVenzio Point Guard College. May the good Lord rest his soul. He was a remarkable human being. My EHK coaching tenure started in the fall of 1993. Now, I've always been an EHK Dane fan through and through. I had the privilege of taking a photo of the shot that broke the school career scoring record for Trent Peterson. It made a nice graduation gift for him, I think. Over the years, I made highlight videos of both boys and girls. This was before all the high-tech equipment available today, but the effort still has its rewards. A couple of years ago, Tom Peterson asked for a copy of a sure bet video highlight. He said the old bunch had great fun watching that gym. To go back a few years before I took the high school coaching job, my wife, Nancy, and I entertained the high school boys' coaches quite often. One, I think, never cooked a meal the whole time he was here. But that was fine. We were happy to do it. But it gave me a clear window into the ups and downs of coaching on the high school level. I thought at the time, I'll just stick with my youngsters. But one year, we lost our boys' coach in August, I believe. I went looking to recruit a coach. Most jobs were already filled. Then my good old buddy Carl Colhorn said, Why don't you take it? Right, Carl. I've never been an X and O guy, basically just there to help the refs call traveling. Well, I did interview and got the nod. When asked after I finished my seven-year stretch, my thoughts and my reply has always been the same. Coaching years are like dog years. Each coaching year is seven years of your life. So actually, I coached 49 years. Thanks, Carl. So where did I go from there? I invested in about every self-help coaching basketball video that was out there, and there were a ton. I settled in on Don Meyer, a legendary NAIA coach, and I was Tom Davis for pressure defense. We had a few practices, and then that first game. Now, this was my first, very first play as a high school coach. We were playing Guthrie Center, first game, and they had this Parker kid that was a stud, to say the least. They got the tip, threw it to Parker on the baseline, and he immediately one-hand slammed it. Welcome to high school basketball, Coach Watson. The night only got longer from there. We lost by 44. But then we got a break. We played trainer, only lost by 38 to them. Lost four more, and then thankfully Christmas break. Now time to scrimmage other teams and work on things. Well, I kind of had a hard time finding anyone to scrimmage. 
Teams were looking to get better over break, not break another team. But I had a God-sent coach, Coach Tim Bell of Arweva. Bring him up, Warren. We'll scrimmage you. Thank you, Tim. I'm not making this up. We arrived at the West Side Gym. We're in the locker room dressing to go and get on the court. And I had one of my players literally paint the locker room with, well, throw up. Tim spent the entire scrimmage cleaning up the mess. A few years later, our only regular season loss that year was to Tim on his 500th win. He got his revenge. Tim has always had my utmost respect. We went 4-15 and that first year. I'll never forget my first win. After the game, I thought the other coach, who was a very highly successful coach, would kind of say something like, well, good win or good luck. But no, he was upset, I guess from losing to us. But I was learning, you ain't in Kansas anymore. There are many hurdles to overcome in learning what losing is all about. At a Dana College team camp, an assistant talked to my team after a loss. He related four characteristics of a losing program. One was the players have little to do with one another off the court. Number two, the the fans may be supportive, but they come to the gym expecting to see a loss. This one kind of surprised me. The other team will look to pound you because the very last thing they want to happen is to lose to you. And number four, I forgot. <laughs> Remember, I'm 119 years old now. Next year, we were 1-19 and 19, and then 5-13. and 13. I had a nephew come to me after that third season and ask how I could ever have a career mark over 500. It was not looking good. Thanks for the encouragement, Tyler. The next year, we were 11 and 12. Some of that hard work we talked about in the Manning basement was starting to kick in. Over the years, I also coached boys and girls AAU teams. Steve Pelzer and I started taking players to the Iowa competitions at a very early age for our players. I'll never forget finally beating Des Moines Dowling after being clobbered for years by those guys. But it was that competition against those quality athletes that made us better. The only downside to all that summer ball was having to face Cumberland Messina during the winter. The battles were for the ages and very difficult. I love those guys, Steve, Dean, Nate, Casey, Mitch, strong friendships that last to the present. We attended national competitions at Disney World's Wide World of Sports Complex many years before LeBron played there. I took both boys and girls to national tournaments. We played against some of the best players in America. Back on the high school side, we started to win some games. We were putting losing in the rearview mirror, but that did not mean things were any easier. Looking back on those years and the coaches I faced, you can put names to some of the school's coaches in the 90s. Arweva, Cumberland Messina, Xyra, Guthrie Center, Manning, Tri-Center, Trainer. Uh, Walnut, just to name a few. And then there were the gyms. Bridgewater Fontenelle, part of your pregame was to show the players the dual stairs on the side of the court that led to the basement. Be sure you remember that they're there or you may be lying in that basement for a while. Orient Maxburg, pregame. 
a walk through over the floor pointing out the dead spots. And I mean they were dead. The ball would simply disappear. Many schools had similar issues. We had the Dane Dome, inches between sidelines and walls, and don't slide under the stage. And beloved Dane play-by-play announcer Dean Jacobson screaming into the mic, three-pointer! Now that was whether it was a three or not. Oh, how we laughed about that. And then there was Walnut. I feel blessed to have coached on that court. It was probably those boys and coaches at Walnut that motivated more than most to help us improve. In my humble opinion, it was fierce, hot, and last man standing. I respect them for that, only I'm sure I didn't look at it that way at the time. That one basket had braces that took away three-fourths of the baseline, plus the fact that it appeared ready to come down at any time. And the sidelines. People sometimes say that the crowd is your sixth man. Well, Walnut had about a hundred of them. Now, the home fans' metal bleachers' first row was the sideline. And no snowflake rule that no one could sit on the first row of the bleachers. But that meant fans had to remember to lift their legs when an opponent ran by. Sometimes they forgot. But that was competition. That was war. I truly believe we are all, both sides, stronger because of the passion it generated. Just look at how many of these young men positively affect their communities today. Those last few years, we developed a style of play we christened Controlled Chaos. We pressed all the time. Now, I did catch some flack from this pressure defense. I tried to use it on and off, but really it didn't work well at all. I had players that kept forgetting whether we were pressing or not. So my easy fix was, well, we'll just press all the time. Our half-court defense was four players playing man-to-man, and then Brett was rover. We left the opponent's least offensive threat free, and then Brett would double all trouble. It worked out okay. Players that respect each other, trust each other, and go to battle for each other can work their own way out of trouble. During the 98-99 season, I did not call a timeout the entire year. In 2000, we made it to state. How, t- how tough was our conference that year? Walnut also made it to state. In Cumberland, I called a timeout state win in 2000. I called a timeout state win in 2000. I called a timeout with 15 seconds left. We were comfortably ahead. I'm sure many thought I was rubbing it in or something, but what I was doing was taking those boys back to the old Manning Auditorium basement, and we just embraced the joy. After that final buzzer, whether Ron Novotny wanted it or not, he got a big kiss on that shiny bald head of his from me. I felt he had been through the wars with us. I probably used a few unconventional methods through the years. Our Shooting Stars AAU team took a page out of Zen Buddhism. We had the Zen saying, chop wood, carry water, sewn into our jerseys. I was very surprised to see recently the Avoca football team with that same saying. Could this be a bit of Joss Peterson influence? I don't know, but they may owe me some money. 
I bombarded my EHK boys with multiple Native American wisdoms and philosophies. I also added the genius of John Wooden by providing gum and orange slices at halftime. I hope I fulfilled the advice Carl Cohorn gave me many years ago, and that was to leave the program better than you got it. Today I'm still following the life cycle, trying to instill a little wisdom and understanding to my grandkids. If you love the game, 